0: Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Lauren Tickner. Lauren Tickner became a millionaire at the age of 23 and has spoken on the same stage as Alex Hormazzi and Gary Vee, thanks to her social media and sales skills. Some know her for her large podcast, Impact School, where she's interviewed the likes of Grant Cardone. So how did she get here? She made her first million through building a highly engaged audience on social media in using that audience to launch a highly profitable online health coaching platform, StrengthFeed. After helping a few of her friends do the same, she realized there was a huge opportunity in making monetizing social media her business focus, and that's how Impact School was born. A few years later, Impact School has helped more than twelve hundred business owners implement social media sales systems to enroll more premium clients organically. Well, good afternoon, Lauren. Welcome to the show.
1: Yes, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun.
0: Absolutely. I love this and I love that you're a globetrotter. You know, you're started out in the UK but you've been all around the world and I really really appreciate that. I've been following your story for quite some time. So, again, Lauren, thank you for making the time this morning.
1: Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to doing this and uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me on.
0: Awesome. Here we go. Lauren, we're going to dive right into these questions here. You've got quite the story as a social influencer, successful entrepreneur as the founder and CEO of Impact School. Most of our audience knows your story, What our audience of entrepreneurs want to know is what triggered that pivotal moment and decision, your inspiration, right? When you went all in and didn't look back.
1: So I was sitting next to a guy who had kids that were actually the same age as me when I was working in corporate asset management. And he was pretty much complaining to somebody else that worked on the team about how now he wasn't going to be able to go on a a vacation that summer with his family. He had four daughters and they were all pretty much similar age to me he couldn't go on a vacation with them because one of his daughters crashed the car and they didn't have the right insurance. So now that he had to pay for it to get it fixed. And it was interesting because this guy was in a management position. And as I saw him there, I was thinking, well, if I stay in this job, I'm just going to ultimately end up where this guy is at. That's my career trajectory right in front of me. And at that same time, I then later on that week spoke to another woman on my team and I said to her, yeah, well, I just really want to make a business in fitness because it's my passion. And she said to me, well, Lauren, if you mix your passion and your career, you're gonna then going to start to resent your passion. And I thought, you know what? That makes so much sense, actually. I'll just stick with it. But it just became so clear to me that if I stayed in that job, I was actually going to end up just like all these people that really didn't have very great lives, even though they were making a lot of money on the store market in london and so i then decided to go all in and create a business around fitness which was incredible and a a great decision for me
0: that's an awesome story and again people find that why and once they find it and make that decision they're off to the races so that's an amazing story thank you so much lauren you serve others and help them engage and sell more from your social media through your impact school program and have been highly successful besides growth What is your five-year plan? And do you have aspirations to create other businesses, programs, or a nonprofit?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. So my younger brother's actually disabled. So he has epilepsy and autism. So one of the biggest drivers for me, honestly, has always been actually doing something in the world of epilepsy or kids with disabilities, because growing up, I would always have, you know. Personally, as a as a sister of someone who's disabled, like I didn't really kind of get to experience much kid stuff (laughs) um, because my parents were always looking after my brother, and so I was kind of just left to my own devices. And so there was pros and cons to that because I was able to just research random stuff on the internet, and that's how I got really good at social media. Because when I was like ten, I had a Tumblr blog, and it was not in my name or anything, but I got to know how to connect with people online, how to get things to get big reach. And at that really young age, I even had a following of more than ten thousand people on there. And so then. It shifted over to Facebook and so on and so forth. And so what was interesting is that. For me, I really want to be in a position whereby I have stable enough assets to be able to do something in the world of disabilities. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but once I know what it is, I know it's going to be something that I will go all in on, just like I go on with everything else. And right now, the focus is pretty much on ensuring that we can build the best membership in the world for those that are building personal brand-led businesses, creators who have podcasts, YouTube channels, social media platforms, and who are building a business on the back of that. That's our focus right now. And we launched it only in the past couple of weeks, but in the first week, we pretty much only opened 20 spots, which I personally interviewed everybody to make sure that we maintain the quality. And it was awesome. We filled all 20 spots in the first five days. And so now we're working on getting our first 49 members in there. Um, Everything's like super exclusive, the community, and we're going to have in-person events and everything. Because I truly believe that when great entrepreneurs come together, that's when we come up with the most innovative ideas and the things that can actually create the biggest change. So that's what I'm working towards right now with Impact School.
0: I love that. And you have such an amazing energy and passion around this. And we can hear it in your voice, which is awesome. And I love the podcasts I do that show that type of excitement and our audience is just going to love this. So thank you. Lauren, we are a publication podcast focused on emerging technology. That's my background. And we wanted to ask you if you're leveraging any of that new and emerging technologies in your business. And if not, maybe you found a cool tool or app you might share with us today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we automate a lot of stuff and we actually do this for our clients and members too. So for example, chatbots, right? This is huge for people in the industry in which we serve because as personal brands or as those that are leveraging social media to grow a business, you get a lot of messages and there's a lot of repetitiveness. And so many of our clients and members in the past were using VAs to handle this, but it was just pretty much the VA would copy and paste the same thing. So instead now it's pretty simple stuff, but it's like keyword triggers inside of the DMs on Facebook, on Instagram, across various different other social media platforms. Simultaneously, if using that in your marketing as well. So in the actual content itself saying, hey, DM me this word. So message me this word and I'll send you over this free training and then having a whole automation on the back end of that. So I would say we're primarily using it for lead generation and then lead nurturing. And from there, then when it comes to the client fulfillment and everything, ensuring that the whole client onboarding process is literally automated from the moment that they pay so that the client doesn't have to wait around. And so when it comes to the different things, I have a guy who's actually our head of automations on our team. He is spending his a lot of his time, half of his days, just researching, seeing what we can use. So I'm honestly not the best person on my team to answer that question because personally, I am not the one who's automating stuff anymore. I've hired great people to do that. And I think it's a really important thing to do. If, for example, like me, you're really good at marketing being the face of the brand and you're really good at like sales on the business side. If you're not so strong in the automation and the tech, then bringing on fantastic people, A players onto the team who are, I would say is absolutely critical right now because many other businesses, I just see them all the time getting burnt out of the market because they aren't innovating.
0: Absolutely. Love that. And I appreciate you kind of sharing a little bit of what you're doing as far as automation in the chatbots. I think that's amazing. And, and people need to start leveraging that because there are, humans can do higher level tasks for sure.
1: And so- also, that you don't miss out on leads, right? Because if somebody is messaging and you don't get back to them, then they're just sat there waiting around and they may go message somebody else who does have a chatbot, for example, who then gets the business instead of you. So simultaneously, not only does it save time, but it also it allows your marketing efforts to go much further because there's automation in place, which for me, it always acts as a safety net. So every single thing from click to close to continuity, I want there to be a safety net so that we don't miss out on leads opportunity and serving our
0: clients. Absolutely. Love that. Thank you so much. And Lauren, last question of the day. We have thousands of professionals and entrepreneurs in our audience. Can you share something from your career experience That'd be helpful for those in this audience looking to grow their career in either tech or leadership.
1: Yeah, so there's great books by Patrick Lencioni. I would say just listen and read all of those. They're just such great books all about how to become a better leader. And then the second thing is, I think that the worst advice that I ever received was if you mix your passion and your career, you're going to resent your passion. That is 100% false. As soon as I started making my career, my passion, then I started to make a ton of money. Everything came more easily to me. Because I think when you're acting in alignment to your core values and the thing that you were ultimately meant to do on this world, things just come to you so much more easily. There are way more opportunities. So really that is what I'm doing right now, something that I'm passionate about. Because if not, you always have time to course correct and change, and you can take a ramp up period to ensure that you're making enough money from your side hustle in the beginning to before you actually go ahead and quit your job. Right. So, that's what I would say for anyone who's working a job where they kind of, you know, they always want to be at the top of their game. You might be able to even go at this on your own and create that freedom for yourself.
0: Love it. I appreciate it. And again, so, so appreciate your energy and enthusiasm on the podcast today. So, thank you. And Lauren, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon.
1: Thank you for having me. This was great.
0: Bye for now.